Alright, here we are. Welcome to the Basement Sports and Entertainment Podcast. I am your host, Jordy Dereniak. And today I don't have too big of a show for you on a Friday. Um, just going to go over who uh, five teams in the NFL that I just think are very interesting to keep an eye on this season. The f- and in no particular order. But uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm excited. I think these teams are worth keeping an eye on and as far as news updates i don't really have anything that uh i think is uh very worthwhile to bring up so i'm just gonna dive right into the content and my first team i want to bring up is the new orleans saints they are a very interesting team to me just because they have a lot in place still even though Drew Brees is gone. I mean, Sean Payton's still there, which is a huge bonus. But then they still have a lot of their other pieces, but they still have other pieces on offense and defense that I think can still help this team. Uh, Even if if they do find that answer QB and Jameis Winston, who was announced starter today. Um, and I think that was the right decision between him and Taysom Hill. I think Jameis was the right choice. And I think it's going to be interesting to see him paired with Sean Payton. Um, I think uh, I think it's... War- uh, uh, let me get into the stats on the Saints. They were 12-4 and last season. And in terms of EPA offensively, they were 0.073, which was 12th. Defensively, minus 0.047, which was 4th. And DVOA, they were 1st. Offensively, 7th. Defensively, 2nd. And then in terms of pro football focus grades, they were 5th overall. Offensively, 11th. Defensively, 4th. Then in terms of points per drive, offensively they scored 2.67 points per drive, which was 6th, and defensively allowed 1.93 points per drive, which was 7th. So the defense is there, although it is worth noting that they did lose Janoris Jenkins and Patrick Robinson, both cornerbacks, and so it's going to be interesting to see how they address that this season. That will be worth keeping an eye on. But outside of that, the defense is pretty intact. So That defense, as you just heard, was actually really good. And if they can be really good once again and give Jameis Winston a chance and not have to have have the offense in a position where they have to score a touchdown every drive, I think it's... It's, it's it's interesting to see what they could potentially do just because they are a potential playoff team if Jameis Winston's on, if he's clicking with Sean Payton in this offense and the defense continues to play well. They are a legitimate playoff team, and I think it's going to be interesting to see what they can do from that standpoint. I'm, I'm very excited to see what they do. And, I, I mean, it's... That's the other thing, too, is they still got Michael Thomas, which you got to like that. J- Jameis Winston's going to have at least one great great weapon to throw to. They did lose Emmanuel Sanders and Jared Cook, so it's going to be interesting to see 
how those losses impact the team, but again, they still got Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara out of the backfield, so that's good. Both of those things are good. And yeah, the Saints, they they bring a lot of intrigue intrigue factor because of that. My next team I want to bring up is the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals this Cardinals this season are interesting for a few reasons. And number one being, this could be Cliff Kingsbury's last in Arizona. He was brought in to bring in the air raid. They couldn't run the air raid because of personnel issues. And now they're they're in uh, year they're in year three, I believe it is now with Kingsbury, and they've yet to make the playoffs. And the expectations are high. Well, at least that he needs to do so now. And I, I I'm 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 not willing to say they will make the playoffs but they're going to be close especially with seven teams in the playoffs now that that's going to be a big factor for Arizona in Arizona's favor and uh I think the Cardinals with Kyler Murray obviously that's a nice thing to have he's a great young quarterback he can use his legs very deadly with his feet but he's also dangerous with his arm the one thing that they were lacking last season, though, was weaponry for him. They had one elite receiver in DeAndre Hopkins, who they traded for, which was great to have. But outside of him, they didn't have anything. Like Christian Kirk should not be a second receiver. Andy Isabella isn't anything. They they just they didn't have anything. And so this offseason, they made a couple moves. They signed A.J. Green and drafted Rondale Moore. And um, I think the AJ Green signing—it's a—it's a coin flip just because of his health issues in the last few years. Um, if he's on the field, it's a great thing for them to have, but depending if and when he gets hurt, that leaves them in a bad position again with their receivers. And then Rondale Moore, he's another great, highly talented player, but he also had injury issues his last couple years of college, although it it wasn't anything major, so hopefully he can stay healthy now that he's in the NFL. But still, that's banking on two guys who just came in to make a pretty big impact, and I don't know if they can. Let's or if they can bring enough to get this team over the hump and into the playoffs. Let's go over their stats from a year ago. They were eight and eight, and in terms of EPA per play, offensively they they were zero point zero five zero, which was fourteenth. Defensively zero point zero three two, which was thirteenth. In terms of DVOA, they were thirteenth. Offensive DVOA 19th, defensive DVOA 10th, pro football focus grade 25, offensive grade 20, or 19th, defensive grade 25th. Points per drive offensively, they were scored 2.30, which was 14th. Defensively, 2.02, which was 11th. So... 
yeah, the defense uh, was solid aside from what pro football focus thought. They thought they were pretty bad on defense. But the thing that was consistent was the offense was lacking, and that's what I was just saying. And that's why they tried to bring in or address the receiver position. And hopefully those two guys can stay healthy and bring bring the uh, – bring the uh, production they were expected to. And, I mean, I will say another good thing for Arizona is they did also sign center Rodney Hudson. That's a very good move to give Kyler Murray a nice center in front of him. And his pass protection overall was very good. And so getting Rodney Hudson now, that should take it up in another notch, which is great for Arizona to have. But they just need the weaponry for Kyler Murray to, to just be there. And we'll have to see if his playmakers can stay healthy. All right, my next team, the Cincinnati Bengals. They were 4-11-1 a year ago, had rookie QB Joe Burrow, number one overall pick, but he obviously uh, had the torn ACL, missed uh, most of the season. And so he's coming back from that injury. That's one of the reasons why this is so interesting. And then they also bring in new weaponry, or a new weapon, in Jamar Chase. They drafted him fifth overall in the first round of the NFL draft. And that he's a former teammate of Joe Burrow's. They both played together at LSU. Had the stellar 2019 season together. And I think, I think that was, I think it was a, I don't think that was the move they should have made. I think they should have went with Panay Sewell from Oregon, left tackle, just because they, they, their offensive line is shit. They, they need an improvement there. And, and Burrow, Burrow needs the protection in front of him coming off the injury too. I don't know if uh, he's got the adequate protection he needs, but he's got the weaponry because Jamar Chase is there now. T. Higgins should have a a big year too. I've heard a lot of good things about him. Auden Tate's there, and he's a nice piece. He's a little underrated. And then yeah, the Bengals they just they got they got what's needed for Joe Burrow to succeed in weaponry, and Joe Mixon's a very good running back. And then, I mean, so it's it's an interesting thing to see. Well, what 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 can they do? What can they do with these new pieces? How much better are they? Can they actually contend for a playoff spot? Are they nowhere near that yet? What's going on with them? Let's look at the stats from a year ago, though. In terms of EPA per play offensively, they were minus zero point zero four one, which was twenty sixth. Defensively, 0.098, which was 26th. In terms of DVOA, they were 30th. Offensively, 29th. Defensively, 27th. In terms of pro football focus grade, they were 26th. Offensively, 27th. And defensively, 23rd. In terms of points per drive offensively, they scored 1.70 points per drive, which was 29th. And defensively gave up 2.30 points per drive, which was 20th. So, pretty rough team from a year ago. But, 
full off season, new weaponry, Joe Burrow's back. Are is Cincinnati ready to get anything going? Personally, I've never been a big Zach Taylor fan. I've never thought he was a very good head coach, and I think he holds them back still. So I think Bengals fans' expectations should be tempered, but I do think this team is better and, at the very least, more interesting to watch. Even if they're not particularly good in the wins-losses column, they should be at least a fun-to-watch team. Um... Yeah, the Bengals, they're they're fun from all those standpoints because you love to see Joe Burrow back. Can he tear tear it up in the AFC North? Can he realize his potential? What's going on there? And, uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's why I'm excited about the Bengals and why I think they're an interesting team to keep an eye on. And my next team is the L.A. Chargers. That's right, and they were 7-9 and nine a year ago, but they bring in a new coaching staff, Brandon Staley, who was the Rams' defensive coordinator a year ago. That was the number one defense in the NFL, and that's a great thing, thing for this Chargers team as it brings in a defensive mind who can get their defense right, but also he brings in a new offensive presence. And that's with Joe Lombardi instead of Anthony Lynn and Ken Wisenhunt running the show on offense. And that is a probably a very good thing, although Joe Lombardi, his last time being an offensive coordinator was for the Lions, where he didn't do a very good job, but he's been with Sean Payton ever since, learning over there in New Orleans, so... He's perhaps picked up a few things, and there is talent for this Chargers team to work with. That's a big reason why it's so interesting in L.A. And, I I, I mean, because it starts with Justin Herbert, the exciting rookie quarterback from a year ago. Oh, well, he's in going to be in his second season now. But he was exciting in his rookie year, had showed off that big arm of his and that's the other thing, too, is they got weaponry like Keenan Allen and Mike Mike Williams for him to throw to. And I heard saw a quote where Brandon Staley said they want to throw the fuck ball, the ball downfield. They want to throw the fucking ball downfield, and that's a smart thing. Herbert can do it, and they got the weapons. And I also like that they offset the loss of Hunter Henry by bringing in Jared Cook, stole him away from New Orleans. I liked that move a lot because I think it's a savvy way of replacing Henry. And it's a cheap way at the same time, too. Um, yeah, I think the Chargers... Uh, let me go over their stats. They, uh, In terms of EPA per play offensively, they were 0.044, which was 15th. Defensively, 0.028, which was 12th. In terms of DVOA, they were 26th. Offensively, it was 15th. Or offensively, they were 15th. And defensively, 20th in DVOA. And then, pro football focus grade, they were 21st overall. Offensively, 24th. Defensively, 14th. Points per drive, they were offensively 2.13 17th. Defensively 2.39, which was 22nd. So, yeah, the defense could use the step forward. 
but the offense was what needed it the most. And if this offense can actually be good this year, the Chargers are a very fun team, Gonna could be a very fun team to watch. And they absolutely have playoff or playoff expectations are absolutely realistic for them, especially if they can uh, really get it going. Because they were seven and nine with a horrible offense, and uh, and the defense not being as good as you'd expect. And so I I'm a believer that if this if this new staff can come in and get their system implemented right away, I I think they have a lot of potential and they could potentially. Uh, even win a playoff game, they they have a lot of potential. I don't think they go further than one playoff win, but who knows? And then the last team I'd like to talk about is the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins are very fun to me, especially because of who's at quarterback, and that's Tua Tagovailoa. He had a his he had a rough rookie year a year ago, but. I think he's ready to bounce back, and I actually wrote an article about this on the website. It explains it in pretty good detail why I think uh, he'll be back, bouncing back. But the short of it is, entering last season, he was coming off a major hip injury. That he, I mean, he 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 was going to need a season of play post injury just to kind of get back into it. And also, his offensive line was shitty last season. That was a fucking nightmare of an offensive line in front of him. They had no choice but to scheme to get the ball out. Otherwise, the QB was going to get killed. Um, yeah, I I did not like the situation for Tua Tagovailoa right away, especially coming off that injury. But now, they've added some weaponry. They reunited him with former teammate from Alabama, Jalen Waddell. And they also get uh, Will Fuller away from the sign him away from the Texans, both very fast receivers who can help take the top off the defense. It can help uh, make it so defense aren't able to stack the box and take away their running game, because that's that was another issue for them last year. They couldn't run the ball the way they wanted, but I think they'll be better off in the run game and passing game. And I also see their offensive line, I think, will improve after a year of uh, another year of just getting to get working together as a unit and getting uh, more time with their coaching staff or co- position coaches. And uh, let me go over the stats for the Dolphins. They were 10 and six a year ago, almost made the playoffs in terms of EPA per play offensively. They were 0.027, which was 18th. Defensively, minus 0.023, which was 7th. In terms of DVOA, they were 12th. Offensive DVOA, 18th. Defensive DVOA, 11th. In terms of PFF grades, they were 19th overall. Offensively, 22nd. And defensively, 15th. In terms of points per drive offensively, they scored 2.10 points per drive, which was 19th, and defensively gave up 1.77 points per drive, which was 5th. So the defense was pretty solid, and they bring in edge rusher Jalen Phillips from Miami to help boost that pass rush, 
And so, and with a head, defensive-minded head coach and Brian Flores, I think this defense should stay pretty good. But I also think the offense is going to take a nice leap forward, and that's what makes them interesting is because it's not just a question of can they make the playoffs, but also can they win a playoff game or maybe even get lucky and win two playoff games if they're that defense is in that good of shape. Because I really do believe in this offense, his uh, ability to bounce back. But again, can they play the balanced enough football to, to take it take it to the next level? The AFC is a tough conference, so it's not likely they'd win a second playoff game this season if they did make it. But who knows? Maybe they'd be that good. I I, I don't know. I don't know if I'd put money on it, but. Dolphins, I do think, will be a very interesting team to watch. That's a fun division, too, especially with the Bills there, the Patriots, and then the rebuilding Jets. And so I I think uh, I think Miami's going to see a lot of fun games this season, and whether or not they can get back to at least 10-6 and six is, I think, what you're what people are really wanting to see with the Dolphins this year. Are they were they really that good or was it more of a aberration? Was was that was that too was that a fluke? Who knows? I personally I think they're ready to be actually be in pretty good shape as a team. I I really do. Alright. Those are the five teams that I thought were the most interesting for the NFL season and worth keeping an eye on as the year goes on and yes as usual please uh let us know how we did give us some comments follow us on twitter at basement sae give us comments in there if you'd want uh obviously comment on the twitch if you'd want and give comments uh i uh, yeah the twitch channel is at basement sae um Oh, and big news, the podcast will actually be going to Tuesdays and Thursdays starting next week. So yes, starting next week, the podcast is on Tuesdays and Thursdays instead of Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I just think it'll be a better move overall for delivering content. And I, uh, yes, uh, yeah, just, uh, yeah, We'll go ahead and look at our website, basementsportsandentertainment.com. It's the word and not the symbol. Check out our great articles. We have a lot of them on there. We have over 100 now. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting there. Um, yeah, go ahead and check that stuff out. And, again, give us some comments. And, as always, have a great night.